Welcome back to the Yellow Jackets review. I'm your boy Fernando. Today we're gonna be talking about Yellow Jackets episode seven. Let's get right into it. We open the show with some pretty sad music. Okay, we've got a sad music montage. We're dealing with the aftermath of the stillborn, and I quote, left a note said, "Depressed montage, Shauna sad." Okay, so that's where we're gonna pick up right after that. And the biggest question on my mind after that is that they're outside. It stopped snowing, so they're not inside stuck anymore with that depression and a lot of those bad feelings and whatnot. But I've always asked this question: Where did they get gloves? Where Where are the gloves coming from? Okay, there's no way you guys brought enough gloves to make. Like, how did you even know you were gonna need gloves? Okay, and um, and I think the answer is that they made the gloves. They they ultimately uh, uh like got some like cloth together or something and then cut holes in it. But again, this you know children made these gloves because they left the fingertips exposed. I can understand why you need your fingertips for certain things, right? I can understand that. Uh, so like cooking clean and shit, it's easier to have uh, um, your fingertips exposed, but that's always bothered me. We get a moment, and Shauna's talking to the baby. She's like, it's us against the world. And I was like, oh, man, that's pretty sad. Like, just seeing Shauna try to uh, put her baby to rest. And then we get another change in the intro music, which is always welcomed, and it's always pretty cool. Um, Lottie, we flash back to the present, and Lottie's talking about her cult, but she calls it an intentional community, which is a nice way to say cult, I believe. So this is where we learn that from the end of season one in the present all the way up until this point, it has only been one week, which is interesting. It's only been literally seven days up to this episode, and I think we end the season, like, literally in two more days, so it's only been, like, a total of, like, nine days, believe it or not, but, um, flash back to the past, young Van is sitting there thinking that she should be dead, there's been numerous times where she should have been dead, but she is not, and she's having struggles with being alive, and she's talking to Taisa about it, and Taisa says, I need you, Van, and then she replies, I need you, too, and I was like, oh, that's so cute, cute little, cute little moment between these two kids, so the gang has to participate in the activities individually, so we're going back into the present, and since we all have gotten to that location where Lottie's having this quote retreat, that means Shauna has to do her activity by herself, Van and Taisa have to do activities by themselves, and then Misty, she's been there for a while, we know, but she's got to do an activity on her own as well. But we get to see Shauna and Misty's little adventure as they go on. So Shauna has a self-care um, activity. And she has to babysit a goat. <laughs> and so I put in all caps, Shauna baby goat arc. And we're back into the past. And Coach is glitching. Like literally glitching. Like he's like, experiencing hallucinations. He's talking to somebody. Um, it's his boyfriend at the time. Uh, but... Uh, he's clearly not there with them, so it's kind of like his manifestation of guilt and wanting to be free and away from these girls. So he's glitching, and, um, and the biggest question every episode, is Coach going to die this episode? Because they all give him off bad vibes towards Coach. I put Save Coach Ben, and he. And I feel like the, that this particular moment, flashback scene, that he does not want to accept that death is imminent for him. He knows it. He knows he's not like the girls. He knows that... Um, Natalie in the past as well, she's not like those girls because she's always been like verbally against like whatever Lottie's doing. And so Coach knows that he's not like them and she's not like them. And he's trying to kind of figure out a way to kind of get himself out of this, I believe, at that point. But we go back. Uh, before we go back into the present, Coach yells, Coach, Coach yells, Paul, at the girls. And they're like, huh? 
So he le- he leans through a door as Paul, which is his boyfriend, like says, "Hey, you're not ready for this," and he dips. So he goes and chases after him. He's like, "Paul!" And then everybody's just outside doing their chores. And he's like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "Sorry." She's like, "Everything okay, coach?" They're like, "Yep, we're, we're fine. We're okay." Um, so Misty has the uh, we're back in the present. She has the guidance task, and so she's got to get into this water coffin, and then she makes it awkward with Lisa, and she's like, "Miss," uh, she talks about peeing. She's like, "Can I use the bathroom? Because I might pee myself in there. I don't want to come to my to my." conclusion and, I'm, and, and i pee myself and so she made it awkward and then she they did we go back in the past and the girls are talking about uh how misty killed crystal they truly believe that she did that which they're not wrong by the way we ended that episode the last episode where she does she helps her fall off a cliff which is crazy altogether but missy hears that and she puts together a search group when they get back to the cabin. She's like, guys, it's been a while. We should go probably go look for, look for Crystal because she could probably be out there hurt. And then Coach is like, yeah, that's a good idea because if Javi could survive for a few months, like he, she, she should probably be all right for just a couple of days. So they go out and they do that. And then we get a little moment between this random white girl and um, the mouse girl. And now she's like, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world if she died. And... That's because they're like, yo, we can eat her and be okay. Totally fucked up way of thinking. But desperate times call for desperate measures and survival instincts are an all-time high here. So the two random girls want her dead. And we go back into the present and Taisa is painting a house with a makeup brush. So she's being, she's painting it, I think, uh, yellow and or white. And she's she's like... Lottie, get me out of this bullshit. I don't want to do this. This is mad annoying. Can I get a bigger brush? Like, this isn't helping me, like, figure out a cure for my for my sleepwalking, blah, blah, blah. And Lottie's like, yo, bigger picture moment, okay? And so then we get, um, <laughs> we, cut, we cut back to Misty, and she's with Shauna. So Misty, baby goat arc loading up pretty soon, too. Um, the baby goat's name is Bruce, so we learned that. And... Misty's talking with Shauna, and then Shauna is being, like, disrespectful as fuck to her. She's, like, blaming her for some shit. She's not really giving her, like, the respect she deserves. And I put, in all caps, give Misty her respect, please, Shauna. And so Misty's now sad after the interaction with Shauna, and now they, she has to go back into the tub. So the hunt for Crystal in the past begins. So Misty is faking tears. She's like, oh my god, guys, I can't want her to be dead. I can't, I can't find her. I can't do this. And then they're like, God, just, they're like, God, Misty, shut up. Can you just go back to the cabin? So they sent her back out, right? They're like, get the fuck out of here. And so Misty is talking, and she's like, what if I find her frozen with a little song frozen in her throat? And I was like, ain't no way. That was, t- the manipulation is top notch coming from misty so then we get a scene where coach is now actively going outside too and but he falls down and i'm like yo who let coach outside like let's be for real and shauna we had a moment of shauna in the past she's in the meat shed again and she wants uh jackie's little ghost to come back her little her force ghost that she had but clearly uh, she's not coming back uh shauna's done manifesting i think her ghost for her but, um, yeah, I, we, we don't get to see that ever come back. Shauna in the present is currently crying about Bruce, the baby goat, because she thinks they're going to make her take care of it for the whole day, and then she has to kill it, 
which is fucked up. And then the guy tells him, no, we don't do that here. And she's super happy about that. And then she starts trauma dumping on Lottie. Lottie is shook. Lottie was explaining the reason why the goat is important. And she's like, you know, I never really knew if, if, if Callie, my daughter, was real at times. Like, she felt so unreal to me. And I wasn't even sure if I, if I could take care of her or if I could keep her. So she's trauma, dump, trauma dumping hard on Lottie. And Lottie looks genuinely surprised that she's getting this information from Shauna. Not because she's going to use it in a bad way way but she's like okay this is you are actively participating in this this thing that i got here going on and i can appreciate that you're making this like change in this in this way of your thinking so it, that releases a lot of uh insecurities that shauna had with raising callie after the, the unfortunate event of not being able to raise her first son so now we get misty finally in the tank and when she's sliding into the tank i was like yo did she fart I was like, she's farting and thinking about her man because she's supposed to be in there thinking about something. And that's the first thing that we see is Walter. We see the Reddit guy pop up in her mind. So she's actively now digging his vibe, okay, which is pretty cool for me. But I said, yo, Mi Mi Misty's conscious is a drag queen. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, the that voice in your head that tells you right from wrong or you're doing a good job. But it turns out it's a manifestation of her bird. So she thinks that's what her bird will look like as a person, and her bird as a person would be a drag queen, which is pretty cool to me. And so we get these weird, like, vivid visions in within Misty's, quote, brain, right? So she's flirting with Walter in Morse code. I was like, ain't no way Misty's foreplay is Morse code. And so she finally gets a breakthrough, and she realizes that, Misty, it's time for your lover girl era, okay? Um, but also, we kind of figure out that she's kind of a psycho at the same time, too. But in the in the best ways possible, because everybody needs a Misty in their life. I truly believe. So now we're back at the scene of the crime, right? Where Misty, pu uh, not pushed, she didn't push Crystal, but where Crystal fell. So Misty's back at that original spot, but she can't find her Crystal's body, like, at all. And that, that... I'm telling you right now, becomes the biggest mystery leading into season three of this show. Because if you didn't know, it's going to be season three, and I'm super excited for that. So she can't find the body, but she finds Coach about to do the same thing that Crystal did, but with intent, on purpose. Coach is fed up. Coach wants to die. Coach doesn't want to fight against death anymore. He doesn't want to keep going because there's nothing to keep going for. He lost his man. He lost his whole life. He's just tired. He can't deal with... Having these children resort to the cannibalistic nature that they've had in order to survive because there's no way, no other way to survive. And so Coach is feeling guilty because of that. And he wants to die and he wants Misty to push him. She's like, Misty, can you please push me? Misty's like, no, what the fuck? She's like, don't, like, I'm not going to help you do that. Like, please don't do that. And she's like, yo, if you do kill yourself, I'm going to eat a high calorie butt meat, okay? And... Coach is like, I don't care. Like, I'm gonna fuck. I don't want to be here no more. And then Misty says, and I quote, that she's gonna tell everyone when they get found, founded, founded, founded. When they get, when people find them, Misty's gonna tell them that she had a love affair with Coach and that he's gay and that he impregnated Shauna and he wanted to impregnate the whole gang. And he, at this point, he's like, Yeah, I don't care. Do it. He's like, I don't want to be here no more. He's at his breaking point. His his he is on the edge, and a gust of wind is enough to push that man off the edge. And she tried to blackmail Coach out of suicide, which I thought was 
was funny. You know, like, I'm going to tell him he did this, this, this. But eventually, she guilt trips him and talks him down. So, uh, unfortunately, Coach didn't get to do what he wanted to do. But maybe that's for the best. We'll see as we as we watch the episodes. Um, then we get this moment on the campfire. It is present-day Van, present-day Thaisa. And they kiss. I'm like, Van is a mistress. Thaisa is married. Women ain't shit. Why did you do that to each other? And this is where we learn my next note says Van period like va period i meant to say van but i was so shocked at the news so apparently van has cancer and the really bad cancer she's like you know the cancer where they says oh they caught her early uh we get you know with this amount of treatment everything's gonna be all right she's like yeah it's not that kind of cancer and they say that she might have months to live and taisa is mad that she didn't tell her but i truly believe that van is super correct in this instance when she says uh, we don't really know each other anymore. Don't have to come out of nowhere and tell you my bad news. Like, it, that just doesn't work for me. And so, uh, the group is now, uh, uh, approaching Van and Thaisa, and Van is like, act fucking normal. And I was like, damn, that was aggressive. And then we get a moment with Lottie and this therapist. And this therapist is saying, you know, there's no pleasure in a hunt without a kill or without a chase. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, who the fuck hired this therapist, bro? Like, who is that? And it turns out, um, she's not talking to anyone. The, the, the therapist wasn't real. She was imagining that talk with her. And I was like, yo, she's probably been imagining all her talks with her therapist. Her therapist probably did not go on vacation. But, um, so they, uh, so while Lottie's having this moment with her imaginary therapist, uh, they try to peer pressure Natalie into drinking. Natalie wants Misty, Thaisa, Van, and Shauna to get together and talk about what they learned today from their individual activities. And they're like, yo, you want to drink? And she's like, no, guys, we're supposed to be taking this super serious. And then they eventually get her to drink. And so she folded really fast. We get a moment where Lottie comes in and joins the drinking, which is surprising, in my opinion. And I'm like, woo, girl power, woo. And then Lottie wants to know how much does the group remember? And my my sister told me to write this down. She's like, are they going to be, like, group lesbians at this point? And I was like, yo, ain't no way. Ain't no way that's where we're going. And she's like, no, I know. But that would but, be funny if it went that way. So I was like, lesbos are? Girl bosses? Not too sure. In the past, okay, this is where it's going to get fucking crazy, guys. So strap in. Let's go. In the past, Shauna and Lottie are arguing. And Shauna is at her breaking point at this point. And she punches Misty. Right, because Misty's humming this the sound that she's hearing, this tune that she heard in her imagination that we were talking about last episode, where her her child survived and she's trying to breastfeed and she can't, and then she eventually gets to and she was humming this song that she heard in her imagination, and she punches Misty and Lottie's like, whoa, whoa, guys, relax, 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 and then she looks at Shauna and then she just offers herself to Shauna, and so now Shauna is beating the fuck out of. Lottie and the reason why she attacked Misty was because she believed that that she was to blame for the dead baby and so as she's get as she punches Misty and she then she punches Lottie she gets pulled back and she bites Van in the hand and then beats the fuck out of Lottie while she's wearing this butterfly shirt so just imagine the craziest most violent scene you've ever seen in your life while the person is wearing a butterfly shirt and the mouse girl she's scared Natalie is shocked like she's like shocked paralyzed with shock at this point she's like one of the characters that i truly believe that would be able to stop this fight but she's like paralyzed in just like shock taisa is so shocked and so like 
like this is so crazy that she sits down. Like she just walks away and sits down in the corner. Van is sad watching her like hero get the shit beat out of her. And she's double fisting her face. Like two punches like at the same time in her face, slamming it like like Donkey Kong type shit, like really pounding her face away. And there's a ton of blood splatter in this scene. And Lonnie's face is fucked beyond like recognition. Like there's so much blood, I'm surprised she didn't die. And I'm like, she's basically dead at this point. She's choking on her own blood. And then after Shauna beats the fuck out of Lonnie, uh, Van is like, "What the fuck?" And then they all go and um, help her. Like they go help Lonnie and try to take care of her. And then the episode ends with the episode ends with Shauna's husband Jeff. I was having so much trouble remembering Jeff's name. And he tells them that the police found Adam's body. And so now that's a crazy cliffhanger that we end up with. But we're going to jump in to the next episode. Episode 8. Episode 8 opens up with the aftermath of the beatdown that Lottie got. And she's literally pissing blood. Like, she's she needs assistance peeing into the bucket. Like, Misty is there handling business as usual, okay? She is the MVP. She's fucking killing it in the past she's like treating abuse victims she's like <laughs> helping birth give birth and stuff like that so she's handling the business and one of the girls i think it was mari and she's like oh the, it smells so bad Ugh. and misty's like yo shut the fuck up go throw away the fucking piss bucket you dumb fucking idiot and then my only note there is like tell him misty tell him abuse them verbally because that's how sometimes they need to be abused Okay, and then Mari starts crying. She dropped the bloody piss all over the floor as she was trying to come down. And she's having this breakdown too. She's having, she's, Mari is the biggest hater in my opinion. But she's having this moment in, in the show where she's, she doesn't really know what to do without the guidance of Lottie. Without having someone make decisions and someone to, I don't want to say not care about what the outcome is. But someone who can just take Take the consequences and 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 shoulder them and take that burden away from the rest of the group. So she's missing that. I truly believe. Um, Mouse girl is cross-eyed as fuck. <laughs> like the whoever filmed that scene with her that we got to see, I was like, yo, yeah, did her dirt. Yeah, did her so dirt. That was so crazy. But she's talking to her mouse. She's like, oh, I want to take you to the beach. Um, we're gonna have French fries soaked in vinegar. They're gonna be so good. And then. Taisa comes in, she's like, yo, what the fuck are you doing holding that thing? And then Mouse Girl hides the mouse, she's like, no, 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 don't eat him. And then she's like, <laughs> I was like, yo, why, why is Taisa, why are you bullying the only black girl there? Like, come on, like, girl power, please, let's stay together. But it turns out that Mouse Girl has been holding a dead mouse in her pocket the whole time. She's been hallucinating R.I.P. the mouse. I put, what a twist. It was it was crazy. I did not see that coming. And it's the small things that really make this this show different from any other survival show. I mean, we, of course, we can kind of talk about, like, the coconut, like, having a companion be a coconut and thinking he's real. But this, honestly, through the, the lens of when you see the mouse get first introduced, you're just like, oh, man, they're going to eat him. They're going to eat that mouse because, of course, they're going to eat they're gonna eat anything that's alive at that point. And to have it been dead for a while, because it was a decaying corpse when we see it, it was crazy. So Natalie 
is in the present now. And now they're, this is the aftermath of Jeff talking about how they found Adam's body. And a lot of blame gets thrown around in this scene. Well, Missy's like, well, did we bury him six feet, like I said? And then Natalie's like, well, it looked like six feet to me. And so everybody's arguing. And um, Natalie has a point. They got to figure out what are the mixed moves. Like, what what are the vibes? And Van is like, what'd you guys do? Come on, tell me. And I'm like, yo, Van, mind your business. Van takes the keys to the van that uh, Shauna has throws it keys gone i said van throws the keys to the van lol somebody like vans in that sentence but lottie pulls up she's like yo we're going to the sharing shack right now we're going to talk about this and then we boom we go back to the past van is spying on taisa for whatever reason and taisa's having these crazy fucking visions bro these crazy, like, hallucinogenic visions. And then um, we get this scene where somebody brings a belt that Jackie had in her in her luggage. And they're like, hey, you know, what if we put this in the soup and get some protein because it's real leather? And I'm like, yo, belt soup? Laughing my ass off. That shit was fucking crazy. And then Natalie says that maybe Lottie should die, right? Maybe she should die. Maybe that's her... That's what happens for, like, letting her be in charge for this long and let her do whatever she wants to do. And I'm like, you're right, Natalie. You got you got a point. The random white girl. Whenever she pops up, I need to make a note. Because why are you trying to be like Jackie, but they're not doing Jackie things, okay? You're just there. You're just there in the background, and you expect me to believe there's another random white girl there? Like, aside from Jackie? I feel like that would have been a bigger plot point in the first season. I digress, but just seeing her there for no reason, kind of, like, always been like, you just stick out like a sore thumb. Like, what are you doing? Okay, so now Javi, again, we've had this arc with Javi that he hasn't been able to communicate with anybody or anything, and he's just been, like, shy and, like, scared, but he's now officially a part of the cult, and I'm, I just put LMAO when I saw that, but Coach is going into Javi's things, I'm like, oh my god, Coach is gonna die, someone's gonna find that he's looking through Javi's shit, and they're gonna get him, and then we go into a scene where the mouse girl, she starts to try to eat the mouse, and... She can't because she goes to bite it and she can't chew through it. And it's absolutely disgusting. Like, it's a disgusting thing. Ting, sorry. Been hanging out really too much. It's a disgusting thing to see somebody try to make the get the willpower to eat a dead animal. And then they say the dripping noise comes back. And then Marnie's psycho arc continues. But it turns out to be blood dripping from the wall. And that was a scary thing to see in the past. But we go back into the present... And cop, um, cop Matt, you know, the guy that I've been calling the pedal cop, he's about to get me too really hard at this point. And I said, let's go, Calorie, with these allegations. She just says it straight to his face. She's like, I'm going to accuse you of this, 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 this. And I'm like, let's fucking go, bro. Like, like, Calorie, or, like, come on. Like, let's fucking go, Calorie. Like, oh, I'm, on, I'm team Calorie all the way now. As you know, if you've listened to any of the recaps, any of the episode previews, I haven't been Team Calorie this whole time. This is something brand new to me. And I'm excited to talk about that. But um, Jeff is talking to the cops. And he's like, I don't know. He, she went to this new AG uh, bullshit spa thingy. So I don't know. And Jeff is being basically interrogated at this point. And he's like, yo, these cuts are precision cuts. Like, with like a, with like a medical grade blade. Like, these are doctor type cuts. And Jeff's like, uh, Sean is no doctor. Am I right? And I was like, you're right, Jeff. You're right. And Jeff is asking all the right questions. And then as Jeff starts to see that the conversation isn't going the correct way, he's like, yo, I got to go. 
peace out. I'm like, good boy, Jeff. You're doing you're doing the Lord's work at this point for Shauna as she's just like not really doing anything to contribute to her her case. But Thaisa's secret ultimately comes out that she hired the reporter lady from the first season to spy on them and to all make them cash offers to write the book because that would ultimately reveal what Thaisa did in the past as well. And everybody's offended that she did that. She's like, well, you're a fucking crackhead. You're poor. You're crazy. And she's like, Pointing at the different people. And the crackhead is obviously Natalie. The poor one is obviously Shauna. And then Misty's the fucking psycho one. And Misty's like, oh, don't worry. I took care of that, though. And I'm like, yo, Misty is the cleaner. She's the cleaner, baby. Like, let's go. Go fucking Misty, go. We go back into the past, and Javi and Natalie are having a bonding moment while Travis is just staring at them from fucking really far away. Ultimately, Travis comes in and starts talking to Natalie, and they have a little cute little moment, and I'm like, oh, guys, finally, finally, you guys are talking again because you guys didn't talk for, like, five, six episodes. Like, come on, like, it wasn't that serious. And now Misty is sleeping next to Lottie to take care of her, and Lottie makes Misty promise to eat her. If she dies to use her body as a way to save each other. And Coach Ben is plotting right here. Is he plotting an escape plan? I'm not too sure at this point. And basically, Javi is sleeping right next to him as he's trying to make these moves. Misty kidnapped the lady because she thought she was the blackmailer. So we're back in the present. And she's explaining why she did what she did. So she basically said... I kidnapped and killed this lady thinking she was the blackmailer then we learn that it was um adam from shauna and she's like oh so then i killed her for like no reason but like it's okay i thought i saw the problem and then misty it brings on that she was interrogating randy who was ultimately one of the blackmailers that they were interested that there were the fbi was interested in um natalie and she reveals oh no it was me and walter we were the fbi at that point and so Misty starts fucking putting the pieces together. She's like, wait, I was the FBI. Adam was a blackmailer. I thought she was a blackmailer. We were interrogating Randy. But Randy was a little bit nervous talking about something that he did with Jeff. But why would he even bring up Jeff in this conversation? And then, boom, she puts the pieces together. That she turns out that Randy and Jeff were actually, were actually the blackmailers. And Misty's like, no way. And she was surprised. And then Walter, we get a scene of Walter. He's doing a big-ass puzzle, like maybe like a 10,000-piece puzzle. And his house is dope. Like, his shit is fire. But he has, and I quote, LSD eyes, LMAO. Um, that's what my sister said. That's the googly eyes that um, Walter's character had, and I thought it was funny. And that he, he leaves an email to the cops. He sends an email. I'm like, yo, snitch art? What the fuck? Then we get this scene where somebody knocks on Jeff's door, and I'm like, oh, no. They're there to, the girls are there to jump Jeff. Like, they're going to beat his ass. And so he opens the door, and I'm like, oh, no, they're going to kidnap Jeff. No. And it turns out he's having a nightmare because Shauna pulls out these blades in his hands. And I'm like, run, Jeff, run, go, go, go. And then Calorie um, is in the living room because Jeff literally starts running out and he's after his nightmare. And then she's, like, drinking her problems away. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, Calorie drunk girl era loading up pretty soon. And she asks um, Jeff a question. Am I like mom? He's like, yeah, you're smart and good at stuff. I'm like, bro, ain't no way you said that. And then Jeff knows about the baby and he's telling Callie. He's like, he's like, yeah, you know, Shauna had a kid. It was our kid when she was stuck on, she was trapped. And um, they lost, she lost the baby. And then I, don't, I, I can tell how hard it has been for your mom lately. And then Callie looks so sad and just disgusted with herself for her past behaviors to her mom. She never knew that. She ultimately feels like this wave of guilt 
that she's been such a shitty kid towards her mom, not knowing what's about to happen. And I'm like, oh, Jeff is trying to be a dad. Like, he's having this dad moment. And so now, we go back into the past, and Misty now tells the group that they can eat Lottie. And Misty is the, I, I say Misty is the MVP of this group. And if, you, if you're going to listen to my my minis of the end of season awards, you'll hear why. So now we're going to jump back into the past, okay? And we're going to talk about this card game. So Van pulls out a Queen of Hearts. It is the only queen in the deck. And I thought um, the game was if whoever pulls the smartest, the smallest card gets eaten. That was not the case. So Shauna gets a 4. Travis gets an ace. Thaisa gets a 6. This random blonde girl got a 3. Javi gets a king. Natalie gets a queen. And if you remember what I just said, that there's only one queen in the deck, I'm like, wait, whoever matches the card gets eaten? It's not the lowest value? And then Shauna pulls up to Natalie, knife in her throat. She's going to slit her throat from the behind. And then Lat- um, Natalie's like, if you're going to do this, look me in my eyes when you do this, please. Like, look, stare me in my face when you do this to me. And um, Van's got the biggest dome in this flashback scene. Like, her, her head is huge. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, no way they're going to kill Natalie. No way. I mean, obviously not because we see her in the present, right? But Travis finally starts beating the women and putting him in, putting them in their place. I'm like, go, Travis, go. And then the hunt for Natalie begins. They start chasing her, bro, with like, with like weapons, like actual weapons, speeders and knives and shit like that. So they're chasing them. Um, they hold Travis hostage in the cabin so he can't go out and help her. But Javi leaves with the girls too to on the chase. Then we cut back into the present, and Lottie, present Lottie, is eating the group up, even Van, who just joined the group again, so she didn't really go and participate in the Adam stuff, in the Adam drama, in the Black Miller drama, and Lottie's like, yo, we're all fucked up, our heads are fucked up, we're traumatized, we gotta fix this, we gotta sit down and fix this, and then we jump back into the past, Coach is discovering this magic tree, the tree that Javi had taken shelter in it's a hollowed out tree the roots are pretty much gone and expanded other ways and so it's it's pretty warm down there it's hollow so you could you could really chill down there all you would like and so he's at this tree he's finally figuring out how javi survived and there's tiny bones everywhere i'm like what the fuck did he eat and then we go to the fakest bitch i know and shauna is leading the charge on hunting natalie and i'm like Shauna, you fake-ass bitch. And then guess guess who the second biggest fake-ass bitch is there? Thaisa. Thaisa's fucking there, too. I'm like, Thaisa, why are you there? Why are you hunting down Natalie? I thought we were girlfriends. I thought we were gal pals. Come on. I'm like, fake asshole. Natalie falls down, and Javi falls into the frozen river. And Misty, another fake asshole. But she's like, let him drown. Let him drown. If he dies, you don't have to die. It's like... The wilderness has chosen. It chose Javi instead of you. Maybe our, our methods are wrong, blah, 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 blah. And then they let fucking Javi die. I was like, ain't no way. Ain't no way. And they end the episode. And I, my last note is superb song choice. I fucking forgot to write down the name of the song. But it ends on a dope-ass song. And tomorrow, you'll hear the season finale breakdown. But that was my notes for these last two episodes. I think... Episode, what's this, episode 8 that we just talked about? Episode 8 was a solid 9 out of 10. Highly suspenseful. We got to learn a lot of things. The last episode, episode 7, I'll give an 8 out of 10 as well. Um, I think I said 9, I'm going to say 9 out of 10 for this one. But 
We got an 8 out of 10 and a 9 out of 10, and I'm excited to talk about the season finale. But that was today's End of Talk Mini, and I'll see you tomorrow.